Hi everyone, welcome to another amazing episode on Max Global. My name is Tola and I'm your host on this very beautiful Wednesday. You're welcome. Once again, this is Love Yourself series. This is part six. Amazing. We've gone from one, two, three, four, five, six. And I hope this is a journey you're taking to actually love yourself and it's working. Working. Actually, do not hope. I pray it's working. I pray you're digesting all this necessary mindsets and thought processes. And I hope you have a jotter that you're using to do all of this. Now, at the end of this, we're going to be talking about practical ways that we can use to achieve this. We actually have an accountability group that started. Um, at the beginning of the series and they're doing fine they've been taking a lot of psychological interventions and well, it helps them to see themselves in a more clear way and not in the negative sense because acceptance and then what to do about it and it also helps them to realize the positive amazing facts about themselves and to create a growth mindset because that's what is very important you have this ideal self you're working towards a noble name and you believe that you can grow into that that is the most important element so today we're going to be talking about something also very important and like I always say if you've not listened to the past episodes they're right there for you they're open source they're free uh, you can just go right there and listen in. So today we'll be talking about what it means to align. And why is this topic necessary for something like love yourself? Now, if you've interacted a lot with uh, the knowledge we've been sharing on love yourself, you'll definitely discover that uh, they, they don't seem like the... They all do not seem like affirmations yeah affirmations do work this is not a statement to talk down on the necessity of affirmations but before you start to affirmate or why you're doing that i hope that you're consciously working on your subconscious mind because that place is so deep and it's like a dark alley if you do not take control of your subconscious mind at least a part nobody really fully takes control of the subconscious mind because of our limited purview of knowledge. But if you, at least in a sense, understand some of the basic mechanisms of your own self uniquely, then you can use affirmations to consciously drive your own consciousness. And that's what I've been trying to explain from episode one, two, two, three, four, five, and now six. And right now I'm going to be talking about alignment because that is what drives love. There'll be some days you feel up, there'll be some days you feel down. How can you love yourself during those down times and those hope times? Because believe it or not, some people feel guilty for enjoying their life. Yeah, they just feel it should be more suffering. Hmm. And if you're someone who is a J, according to the MBTI now, not the big five theory, 
if you've taken the MBTI test and you're a J, is someone who is resistant to stress. So, you know, a bit of self-care might feel like you're cheating the code to success. And that's not loving yourself enough. And that's the diversion, but I hope that was for someone. Okay, because that actually happened to me. I realized that every time I enjoyed life a little bit, it just felt like I was cheating my path to success. But what it's supposed to be is that you you have this concentration on fulfilling, pursuing your noble aim, and you do not lose sight of it. It's not supposed to be... Um, uh, you're not supposed to make yourself suffer to like feel good that you're doing better and you're doing better at your chance of fulfilling your noble aim because if you dive into that then you're going to undermine every other person's uh, chance like every other person's desire to fulfill their own noble aim because you'd feel if they're taking time off then they're not serious people yeah it's giving you a chance to actually look down on people is a, a terrible mindset by the way you're going to burn out and very soon you won't even have the energy to fulfill or pursue that noble aim so treating uh the noble aim like a suffering pathway it's, it's highly condemnable something that should be condemned and also treating it like a flexing pathway also something that should be condemned you, you need a little bit of freedom and a little bit of discipline to keep the balance and that's what actually makes your world a better place so that's the diversion but i felt that i should go deep into that since i started it already all right so let's go into what we have for today what does it mean to align and if you're new on this podcast omas global we are here to jointly protect the mindset of the future generation and this generation so if you're looking for content that can actually explain psychological and scriptural i mean the amalgam of these two words in relatable sense in broken down grammar then you are at the right place and if you're looking for content that can protect your mind from nihilism idealism and also the minds of young stars young children from ideologies that can actually lead them to become a perpetual a perpetual failure or living an unfulfilled life all our guidelines are to connect people with the mindsets of kings and of priests hmm. so that's what we're here for we have a mission statement we have a vision statement and i'll be saying that after the podcast but i just introduced you to what we are here to do and part of the things we are spreading at this time is for people to love themselves not to be selfish but to love yourself and not, not to be totally selfless to love yourself so we've been working on this idea since part one and here is part six so you're welcome you can go back to part one and just understand some con- concepts which this particular podcast will be placed upon so you're welcome um so what does it mean to align and this is something it's aligned it means 
is in total connection with some other parameters. So if you have something and you have another thing, they can align. So it takes two or more things to align. One parameter cannot align by itself. It has to align with something based on some jurisdiction. Sometimes we use um, lines, sometimes we use distance, and sometimes we use, I study surveying and geoinformatics, so we align things according to position, position on the ground, X, Y, Z. So if I ask you, is it aligned? The ranging poles, are they aligned? They have to be aligned for it to make sense. Now you have as a human being to be aligned for your word to make sense. Everybody has a reality. <laughs> your reality is not my reality. Your problems are not my problems. Your joy, not my joy. And that's the way life is. Your experiences are not my experiences. I can read them in a book, but they will never be mine. They are your experiences. They are particular to you. They are unique to you. In fact, the way that you think, that is your reality. So, what does it mean to align to our reality? It means always in touch with the truth of your reality. You see, because we are ambitious human beings, and because we have every reason to be ambitious, the world is tending towards, well, the world has always been like that. Now, if you don't have enough money, for example, I'm, I'm speaking in the Nigerian sense, if you don't have enough money to live life, basically, because the economy is kind of stringent, <laughs> you really cannot enjoy life. So you actually have every reason to be desperate to get money, even though that's not the right path to making money mm, so because of those environmental causes we tend to twist the fabric of our reality and like don't let me say it like that and fake it till we make it so you see some people lie on their cv they lie on their they, they basically lie and you think oh if I lie now, I'm not going to lie in my real life. I don't lie in my real life. But you're twisting each fabric of your reality. And what happens through research and through philosophical minds, what happens at the end of it is that you don't know who you are anymore. You've lived life as different personalities as at once. And when it is time for you to actually sink into yourself, there's no place to fit in. You're not a reality anymore. You've twisted the fabric of your reality so much that you do not fit in any longer. And when a human being, when a human being doesn't fit in, they blame it on... Some people, they, they put on a blaming mechanism and blame it on you every other person but themselves you don't understand me but you sold an idea of yourself that wasn't you beforehand so you cannot now say oh i sold that yeah you know what i, I sold out to you last year but then this is it this is who i'm now trying to be and then you're sending something else to, like how are you not confused now, that is the wide example of people who actually lie. What about lying to yourself? 
you feel a certain way. You're like, no, I don't. I don't feel that way. No. Especially if I've taught you to note your emotions. No, when you feel positive, negative emotion, you should note them. Like, oh, how do I feel here? I feel annoyed. I feel hurt. Like, what can I do about it? Have I been feeling like this before? Okay, then what can I do about it going forward? Do I want to continually feel like this? If yes, then I'll repeat the same thing. If no, I need to do something about it. Think about it and do something about it. And that, that that's how you build a value system. So if you listen to the last episode, you actually know what I'm talking about. But then, <laughs> if you've been lying to yourself, you've been lying to your conscious self, your subconscious, truly in its own nature, knows the truth. You can you can lie to yourself, but you can't lie to yourself because the actions, what you see, is is really nothing. Your actions will tell what you believe, and what you believe comes from your subconscious. That is the logic. So don't try to twist the fabric of your own reality. Do not try it. That's how to be truly self-aware. When you can tell yourself the truth. See, it's, it might be distasteful. Like, it might not be something you want to do. Of course, it's not pleasant. It's not pleasant to find some things out about yourself. In fact, sometimes it's not pleasant to find out that you actually like a certain person. And they make you do things that you would naturally not do. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe because you find it difficult to like people or just because you feel that you shouldn't like this kind of person what have they done for you to you for you to like them if you do not admit that emotion uh, it's going to burst out in colors that you didn't plan on and whosoever wants to have have rather mastery of their own selves do not neglect the power of reality don't try it. Don't, don't lie. Please. I think you should listen to Jordan Peterson when he talks about the truth. Because, yeah, lying saves you from consequences. Immediate consequences of your action. When you come late to work. And they're like, well, why did you come late? And you're like, ah, something broke down. Something. Do you know what you're doing to yourself? Your self now knows that there is... A way out when you negate the rule the rule there is a way out the next time you're trying hard not to negate that rule because now there is a possibility to avoid consequences you won't try as hard and you won't know why so the repetition would occur and it will not only occur with the first rule that you broke and you lied it will occur with every other rule every other rule and you keep getting out of things immediate consequences you keep getting out of it and you're lying you're lying one day to package yourself in a way that you will not you cannot imagine because there these stories this i mean these stories are very unique to individuals it will just package itself uniquely for you because you are the one that uniquely lied. Wait, what will happen when you tell the truth? Goodness, the truth is very uncomfortable. But it 
it's very rewarding. <laughs> it's better than a lie. I've tried truth and I'm telling you, it's better than the lie. I've tried both though. Well, I shouldn't be saying this, but then I'm a very smart liar. Uh, when I was younger, if I wanted to lie to you, I would. I could call up a story and I was pretty successful at it, so I, I know. But then, I've tried both sides. <laughs> Telling the truth is very uncomfortable, but my darling, it's more rewarding to yourself and in situations. If you cannot tell the truth, maybe in a situation, keep quiet. Don't lie. Just keep quiet. Go back and think about it. But when you open your mouth, let it be the truth. Even when you're stating your opinions. I say this on Twitter. Huh? Because um, there's this backlash. Or because um, there's this thing. People are talking here at you for a particular opinion. And they may actually be right. If you call back um, and go for something that the majority are saying which actually may be true I'm, I'm not i'm not stating right and wrong there what you said actually may be wrong because of that situation the next time something happens you go for you keep going for what majority people say and maybe it's not even twitter that taught you that maybe when you were younger whenever you said something that was your opinion you always got looks and come as stupid so it's taught you that you should always look Yorubas you say wole so in English that means look at what's going on and harness the situation and then choose your side and most times you go for the majority where you can have backing you know people are plenty there <laughs> so every time the majority is actually right and that's not even the point here. the point is if you do not have a relationship with your own opinions you cannot grow you can't be a master of thoughts yes you may be wrong today check it out again as long as you're telling yourself the truth this is the way i see this matter this is the side i'm on on this matter this is where i sit this is where i am as long as you're telling the truth keep reviewing all sides with the mind of your own opinion and you will grow in fact, you will learn, you will love criticism and corrections because you will know that it's, it's a way for you to grow. Because you have a chance to check how the other party feels, how this other party feels, and you will stop only looking for content that validates your ideas because that is the part. That's what Jordan says, and it's true. So, ideology. And also, I had to only I had to stop only reading comments that made sense to me, you know, that I already agreed with. Read the other part. Jordan says each person is like he didn't say it this way, but this is how I understand it. With um, a particular TED talk I watched by a certain woman, I've forgotten her name now, but it's, it's very good. I still have it on my phone. Um, she was talking about 10 ways to have brilliant conversations with people so basically it's a communication video people are, are like open books so if you treat them like amazing like amazing experiences and open books you get to learn a lot from people 
If you learn to argue the right way and debate the right way, you, you will learn to hear things that you could never have thought in your entire life. And that's because everybody's experiences are unique to them. There are some things you can never think. No matter what you know about any certain topic, your knowledge is still very limited. And philosophers and psychologists actually understood this and they also agreed with it. Pragmatics, uh, Darwinian guys, you know. So, yeah, actually, it's true if you think about it. Mm. Uh, you're actually very limited, and that's why you should have a value system. You should have something that you can work with because there are a trillion ways the world could work, there are a trillion ways a certain step could go. So, you have to choose the ones that work for you. And I pray that they actually align to something. Hmm. Uh, there's this. Uh, there's this thing right now, you know, people want to, this rebellion, people want to rebel against standard morals and ethic value system because they think it's, um, it's caging them, it's like a prison yard. That's a wrong mindset. <laughs> you need to look at the history of these morals and ethics for you to categorize them as brilliant rubbish. I'm not saying they're perfect. But there's a reason there are moral codes and rules that has been agreed upon for a certain number of years and there's a reason why they're still here. So it's certain that you should understand it at first before you go against it. So I'm saying that while choosing your value system, you should align it, most of it. Yeah, people break the rules and do amazing things. But if you check those people who break the rules, they understand the rules they broke. And they broke it because they felt that, okay, certainly this is, I can break this. I want to achieve something bigger. Not because they want to fulfill the quest for rebellion in one of their sub-personalities. And I'm just saying that in building a value system, you need to remember the moral code. Because you can't certainly... Uh, because you want to be free and we all have free will hmm? now in the another person of his own livelihood life uh, you want something you're desperate for something and you're like okay i go for it anyhow anyway i'm going to get this thing and then you hurt another person according to the standard biblical moral code uh, that's wrong that's self that's selfish and that's the same physically uh, so that's that all right so i already talked about reality of ourselves then you have to be in touch with the situations around you and you may say then how do i have faith how do i have faith if i'm in touch with the situations around me faith is not being blind to what is is doing it regardless like i know that i'm from a poor family that i'm going to do this regardless i know that i don't have any money but i'm going to dream this regardless it's not it's not an activation of being blind like oh or lying oh ah, my family we are very well to do when you know what to do oh you see if you cannot see the truth keep quiet really there's 
<laughs> there's really nobody pressing your neck to talk unless you're in the court of law or something you don't have to prove yourself to anybody if you're not there yet where you can say the truth and raise your head high when the truth makes you very uncomfortable then don't lie just don't say anything you're staying in touch with your reality that way and you may think that will give me really low self-esteem so it's lying that gives you a high self-esteem and it's based on a false premise and anything based on a false premise my dear that's a lie <laughs> it's not going to work <sighs> so you have to be in touch with the situations around you the situations around you faith is doing things regardless doing things without knowing the future and do you know what what uh, okay human beings uh, you should have faith because you already do have faith in some things you just need to procure it into the maybe the, the scariest thing in your life maybe that's your dream the scariest is your dream because uh, uh, everything in life has potential even the non-living things uh, i'm trying not to go into the deep philosophical text i'm i'm just going to say it like that like this everything in this world has potential a knife has potential to become something that cuts onions and it also has the potential to become something that hurts another human being depending on the one who wields it now human beings yeah i don't want to go into where manipulation exists but like human beings at least we're individual we're conscious human beings also have potential to be anything so we already have faith in say a bottle so when we pour water into it we know that one of the potentials of a bottle is when you pour water into it it's supposed to take it it's not supposed to spill if it is not broken that's faith trusting in the potential hope of things not seen you don't you've not seen it okay you might have seen it happen before based on on knowledge and that's what god does for us he you know the bible is like a manual it's showing you that it has happened before it can happen again hmm? so you've seen a water you oh, rather you've seen a bottle take water before like you've poured water into it and it did not spill so when you're doing it again you're sure but you've not even seen it take the water that you're about to pour, pour inside do you get everything in life has potential and that's that's certainly what is called logos mm -hmm. the potential and you have i don't know how many potentials you have and how many pathways are surrounding to you they could be 361 trillion and they could be connected to 141 tri trillion present oh we don't have that number in the world come on i'm just trying to say in large number of persons okay and then they could reach connected to like a very large number of persons in the future. Just one person. Imagine that kind of data. And that's why God is God. God is God. <laughs> because he knows all of that. And he knows your potential systems. So you could be this, you could be that, you could be this. And you could be this. And then there's this master plan. The highest good. And that's what people call purpose. So you actually could be doing fine and you're not in purpose, but 
the truth is you will know if you're doing fine i mean economically fine financially fine academically fine and you've not eat purpose yet your your spirit will tell you like your soul will tell you that no i've not hit it yet but when you eat it my goodness nobody needs to tell you that oh you've eaten it at the moment you eat it you know that this is purpose this is my highest good so aligning with the logos the purpose with the potential the highest good the highest potential system of you is one of the ways to love yourself because you are starting a journey to live a fulfilling life and everybody's highest good actually contributes to you know the impact on society and the world in general it's actually bigger than you purpose oh come on you're small your purpose is always bigger than you you won't believe it you're like what well, i should do this what i can't do this like, wait why am i single out for this why should i be the one to do this okay okay yeah something like that and then you get up and you do it because you can it's potential hmm. you know when they tell you you actually have potential <laughs> see everybody has this existential highest good and it's not when you come to god and say oh forgive me my sins in jesus christ's name that they start to build up your blueprint it has always been there and you've always been on a certain pathway that God knows about. He knows about all your potential. But he doesn't control the one that you take. He can guide you, can advise you, can use the word to goad you. He doesn't choose for you. So that's how God can know it all and still not choose for you. So whatever path you're on, God knows since God sets their hand from the very beginning, then you can be sure to put your life in his hand. So you can trust him. As it is written, the thoughts that I have towards you are good, not of evil, to bring you to an expected hand. An hand that is actually expected. It's expected for you to be there. Hmm. And um, what's the expected hand? Of course, the highest existential the best of your potential and it's always tied to thy kingdom come and it's always bigger than you but also it's very possible and people have done it <laughs> why not you and I've discovered that when you're very aligned to your purpose your reality it's easier for you to program see dimensions even spiritually and i'm sharing this um you see in exodus 20 it was recorded that the ark of the lord the way the ark of the lord was built uh, was recorded goodness is it exodus 20 my god but it's exodus 20 something if it's not exodus 20 but i think i'm right so there God was instructing Moses on how to build the ark of God. And he said that the mercy seat should be placed upon the premises. <laughs> and if you go to Hebrews 9, uh, the same 
the same was written there explaining how god instructed moses to actually build the ark of god and the ark of mercy was placed upon the promise now what is the promise of god concerning you my thoughts towards you are of good not of evil i'm not trying to hurt you i'm trying to bring you towards an expected end oh or maybe it's even a grammar like a spoken word now you're in touch with your highest good and you're hearing god so when you're about to fight a battle you go boldly to the throne of grace of mercy as it is written in the epistles and then you say that the throne seat the seat of mercy is placed upon the promise and this is the promise of God concerning me. And because that promise is aligned to your logos, expected and you to you are working towards it, my dear, you're going to win. <laughs> That's how you win. You see a lot of programming in the Bible. It's like programming now. If A is goes to B, then B is goes to C. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. But then I'm just trying to say it's a lot of mathematics and programming. You see God saying, I bind myself by two hoods in which it is impossible for me to lie. <laughs> Do you know what that means? A equals to B equals to C. So there's no way C will not be equals to A. And there's no way B will not be equals to C. And there's no way B will not be equals to A. Binded. God did that to prove that. It's not a liar. They have to do it though. But he still did. That's to show you how much interested God is in you and me. So don't try to twist your reality. Don't try to bring the ideal self you have in your head and try to fake it and think that you can get the things that it would get. For example, oh, if I had this hair and um, I'm, I'm talking to my ladies now. If I had this kind of, you know, opportunity to get my lashes done like this aesthetics and i'll be able to get this kind of person or i'll be able to get this kind of deal and you try to fake it i'm not saying you shouldn't dress good when you can do the best you can in fact borrow vessels <laughs> but don't fake your yourself don't do that. Don't exchange yourself from, for an idea because people will fall in love with the idea and you realize that when you're trying to now live your real self, nobody wants to accept it. It's not their fault. You, you can't come out and say, oh, people are so wicked. People only stay with you when you have this way. That, they fell in love with an idea. They're going to leave. Now, if you've been working as an idea and now you're trying to live your truth, you have to wait. For the people who fall in love with the truth. Because the people you have fell in love with an idea. Once you switch from that, they go, their brain would go bonkers. Like, pam, pam, pam. For offer, for offer. This is an error. Yeah, because they're not going to recognize you any longer. You were an idea. They were never with you. They were with the idea you presented. Now, that's not an excuse for 
she lack of excellence or doing the best that you can do i preach it anything that you can do within your capacity and anybody you can reach out within your capacity please do it you're not gonna die oh come on bury your pride and do it bury that ego that's nothing to offer you do it do it to get the best done for your dream so um that's what it is to align align reality align yourself to your purpose to the situations around you the way you speak if you the way you craft your words do you try to bend your opinions around people because of what they might think do you tend to lie are you that scared if you are it's important that you, you just note it down don't even try to change note it down like i am scared of what people would say if they really hear what i think would they what do you think what is it against is it against people's views or even yourself you feel that you feel terrible for thinking that way that you need to settle it with yourself first before you settle it with other people because the truth that you say you have that you've not settled with yourself will only to only hurt you midway down way <laughs> you need to settle why you believe what you believe and then you can go forward with it that's and you can you don't go forward with it with oh i don't care what people say uh -uh. that's what i'm teaching i'm just saying you have this needed confidence optimal confidence as you go you're ready to listen to people you're ready to take dicks you're ready to flip your ideas when they're wrong are you ready to accept that they're wrong you're human you're growing and now you've learned you're ready to change a little part you're ready to accept mm, that makes sense oh i never saw it that way those are coming to pass when people tell you this in fact it will make them calm down because i've seen people would come to correct me with the mindset of you're very stupid you did not know that i will not mm -mm. don't be mad <laughs> you have a different mindset and a different horror you're there to learn they might be wrong if they're wrong stay on your ground like i really don't see it that way and if they're right oh i never thought of it like that they can laugh at you the joke's on them if you feel that mocking people for their lack of the way you see things is the right way to prove that you're smart you're not really smart or you're an insecure smart person no human actually has everything checked out even the things you claim you know you don't know everything it's just not possible a human being so that's why it's not poss possible so brilliantly this is a short episode and i'm glad it's been a long time i've done short episodes so I'm glad this is coming back. <laughs> By the time I edit this, it will be shorter than what I'm looking at. Okay, so uh, when I see you next week, or when you hear me next week, I hope you've spent your week on masking every bit relevance of yourself and your mindset. You see. In a world where you have to gather up your mindset and protect yourself, or else they will sell you something and 
uh, there's this collective ideologies that you just you just see yourself in the midst of them without you actually intentionally going for it but the truth is if you do not stand up for your mindset or for the mindset of the ones the generation after uh, it's going to be a mess eventually so I want you to see yourself unmasking amazing in every part of yourself I want you to see you turn your masks into wings i want to see you fly out into the world with the light that you bring i want to i want to you have people who are kings and priests right here on this platform let's create that mindset wherever we are you're a king you're a priest all right <laughs> it was nice having you on the podcast my name is Dola and have a great day. Bye.